Yo, what's up, guys, and welcome to the movie newbie. My name is Jabril Sahimi, and I am the newbie. Oliver Mangum, writer, producer, fellow film lover, occasionally capable of insight. Rafael Luca, thespian, cinephile, and human golden retriever. So, yeah, enjoy the show. Yo, what's up? And we are back again for another episode of the movie newbie. I'm your host, Jabril Sahimi, and I'm joined by Raf and Ollie, but also. We have a special guest for this one. It's your girlfriend. Yes, for episode <laughs> eight zero. <No! laughs> <Ew. laughs> uh, we have Lorna Searle, Hi. editor at Trim, who is a freaking awesome editor. Yeah, and she's also my girlfriend. Um, she does a lot of short films and Thank advertisements, you. and mm. she's also a very big cinephile, and she also does photography and how about you just speak? <laughs> so, yeah. Thank you for the introduction. Great uh, intro. Yeah, I'm Lorna. Hi, I am Lorna. a video editor in London. And I'm also Jabril's sugar mama. I got the layers yeah. on this relationship. Yeah. <laughs> wow. A deep dive. Yeah. Let's talk about this more than talk about Rage and Bull, yeah. shall we? Yeah. <laughs> she, she finances this the podcast. This is our relationship podcast. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> right, we got a producer. Season four. <laughs> That's why we got renewed. <laughs> All right. Well, for this one, we are doing Raging Bull. This is our first episode of our boxing theme. Mm. And... Yeah, so shall we start with a few initial thoughts or like what stood out to you the most for this one? Um, how about we start with our lovely guest, Lorna? Uh, yeah, I didn't know the film was going to be in black and white. Mm. That was a bit of a shocker. And I thought it was great. Mm-hmm. Was this your first time seeing it? Yes. Um, I only like learned about the film like a month ago, which is kind of bad actually. But yeah, it was such a horrible film, like mm-hmm. the themes, yeah. but it was so beautiful. Yeah, mm-hmm. like the fighting scenes. I think since it was black and white, it was so beautiful. Mm. You kind of didn't really know if it was like water or blood or sweat mm-hmm. and the smoke as well. And I think like some of the scenes were quite dramatic with like the boxing. Like it was very like a black background. So it was yeah. very like, yeah, mm. kind of abstract. And I don't know, I thought yeah, that was quite a surprise. Because obviously with fighting, you see so much red like the blood and the gloves mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So I was really like... The, the rocky damn. colors. Yeah. Mm. So that was cool that it was black and white. Yeah. Nice. What about you, Ollie? Uh, yeah, I, I, I've, this is only my second time seeing this film. Um, I, but I was really excited to go back and revisit it because I hadn't seen it since I was in um, high school, I think. I think this was one of those films that my um, older brother, Josh, told me I had to watch when I was mm-hmm. a young teenager. I think I remember he went on a school trip to Malaysia and picked up a bunch of fake DVDs mm-hmm. and a lot of them were like bona fide classics and he brought them home and we'd watch them up in his room every weekend and we yeah we watched Raging Bull and I remember really enjoying it but finding it to be incredibly depressing and mm-hmm. so it was one of those films I knew was great but I never revisited it because it just didn't seem like a fun hang of a movie mm. um but uh yeah I revisited it and even though I still think it's like one of the ultimate feel bad movies i absolutely loved it i mean it it really did refresh it refresh my mind on this is like mm-hmm. a magnum opus this is one of scorsese's best and i think in a way even though it's su- it's held up as such a classic it's kind of like under appreciated in his canon again i think that's probably because it's not quite as fun or vivacious it's, as films like goodfellas or it's, yeah. it's not a rewatchable mm-hmm. exactly but yeah, I absolutely loved it. The the, the boxing scenes mm-hmm. in particular. I, I you're you're spot on, Lorna. I think the um 
the the color grading adds this um, otherworldly quality to it. It's mm-hmm. almost like they're in they're in the afterlife, but mm-hmm. you don't know if it's heaven or if it's mm-hmm. hell. And it's so beautiful. I thought the sound design really stuck out mm, to me. I think so the, the sounds you probably appreciate this as an editor working with sound and image all the time, but the sort of Foley tracks that they would put into those boxing mm-hmm. scenes. Like sometimes it'd be like almost the sound of a door closing every time yeah. the boxing glove was coming in. Mm. And it's ugly. Like it's really violent. Like I have a pretty strong stomach for some of this stuff, but I was, the amount of split foreheads gushing blood just, mm-hmm. but yeah, I thought it was, it was a, a, a stunning achievement, really well acted, but we're going to get into all that soon. So yes, yeah, really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with, with, with Ollie on this one, I think it is Martin Scorsese's magnum opus. I think it's his greatest achievement. And this was like in 1980, right. Mm-hmm. When he was just about yeah. to kind of give up Hollywood, yeah. like you said, mm-hmm. yeah, it's like um, right after he had an overdose. It, yes. Yeah, 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 and which yeah. is the only reason he took on this film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, it was, it was, um, yeah, an incredible achievement. And I think it has this like beautiful French new wave aesthetic, which he's a big fan of. I think one of his favorite films being Vive Sa Vie. Um, it really has that, you know, obviously black and white impression, but mm-hmm. that, that French new wave aesthetic, which I love. And as grim and as, 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 as hard and harrowing as it is to watch, um, there's something like you said, uh, Lorna, quite beautiful about it, which is why it's alluring. Um, and for me as an actor, this is one of the greatest, you know, performances on screen displayed mm. on screen by not only one of the greatest actors of all time, but, um, one of the greatest, yeah, directors mm-hmm. also. And that greatest, you know, uh, that great duo between Martin and Robert yeah. De Niro that went on for, for, for many decades. Mm. Um, and it, and it, and it is in my list of like greatest performances, especially greatest transformation performances, uh, going along with monster with Charlie Theron, Ray, uh, in Jamie Fox with Jamie Fox. Uh, and then the fighter with Christian Bale. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's just a transformative performance that you. It's utterly captivating uh, yeah. as an actor. I'm to like the point how? where De Niro almost died. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Scorsese uh, had to basically shorten production because of how unhealthy Robert De Niro was yeah. getting. Yeah. What, when he was putting on the weight. When he was putting the on the weight, yeah. Incredibly dangerous. I mean, you can tell, like, you can see the the amount of weight that he's just gained towards the end of the film. It's like, wow, that does look quite unhealthy. Didn't yeah. he go to Italy for like two months and just... Yeah, and I, came yeah. Back. I, I read that too and I was like, that guy knows how to do that. Yeah. He's like, if I have to put on weight for a film, I'm not just going to sit at home and eat haagen I'll yeah. just do a tour of like Italy <laughs> yeah. eating yeah. wherever I want to. I was like, perfect. Yeah. Plus he that. like spent a lot of time there for The Godfather. So yeah, mm, um, I'm sure he knows the spots as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And he probably gets those mad connections in Italy. Yeah, People yeah. probably love him. But yeah, uh, I think what stood out to me, it's, it's strange that you said the sound design because like I found it a little bit jarring at certain points mm. or maybe it was the version that I think we that's watched. intentional probably, but yeah. yeah. There was like bits where like the sound didn't match and stuff for me. But uh, what stood out the most was the the time jumps. Like, it, like the going forward in time. For a few times I was like, was it back in time? Was it forward in time? Like, yeah, they they show the screens and they're like, here's the fight and this is what happens. But there are moments where I was kind of confused as to not confused, but um mm-hmm. just questioning where where they were in the plot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like uh with uh, especially with like Vicky's character and his interactions with Vicky. Um like it just it was just strange. So uh that was what stood out to me, I guess. But initial thoughts, I love this movie. It was great. Uh the you know with the black the black scene like not the black scenes, but um the black uh like the fighting. Yeah. Sure. You know how yeah, it was like awesome, black yeah. uh backgrounds, you can't really see a crowd. Mm. <laughs> 
So, uh, Jabe analogy coming in. Um, do you know in Harry Potter where they're looking at the newspaper? I thought it was going to be a Milner. No, 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 it's not. So, do you know in the Harry Potter movies where they're in the newspaper, right? Um, and they have like bits of the newspaper that are like moving, yeah, moving yeah, images. Yeah. I guess it's because I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy, Great. but that's what those fight scenes reminded me of. Like those, wow. like it was like the black and, and white of back those. at the movie newbie. Yeah, 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 now it's the newbie. It's the newbie. No, no, I replaced you. Well, it well, reminds me is, of the Harry Potter scenes. Well, <laughs> the thing is, right, the color grading and the reason why it was made in black and white is was is so it could be as accurate as possible to what Scorsese wanted it to look like at least the the nostalgic feeling of it, yeah. yeah right yeah. so if at the time of like from the 40s to the 60s you're not watching boxing on the tv you're looking at it through the newspaper and you're seeing the articles being oh, printed I see on there, yeah. you know and then you can see it as the movie goes along the it kind of changes a little bit at least the I the think like aura of each, the each boxing scene has its own visual grammar in a sense. Yeah. I feel like mm. he was trying to do something different with yeah. each boxing fight. They're, they're not they're not just sort of carbon copies of mm -hmm. each other. There's a different sort of techniques employed in each mm. boxing match, which I think if you're going to do a boxing movie, you might as well do that, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, I read somewhere that it was like, I think he actually would make the boxing ring smaller and smaller oh, for every wow, kind of fight to that. really oh. intensify it. Mm. So like, cause I, yeah, cause I read that like Martin Scorsese wasn't actually a big fan of boxing mm. at all. Mm. So for yeah. him, it wasn't about boxing. It was obviously all about like outside the ring kind of thing. Yeah. Characterization and or just yeah. like any, any sort of, um, life's work, I suppose. Yeah. Or, or just like the any... development of his character and yeah. how like he just gets so fucked up. Yeah, mm. it really but, is the tragedy of Jake LaMotta. Like for me, it was like a Shakespearean mm. tale about yeah. the tragedy of this well, the, corrupted, the, the, corrupted the, man. The Richard the Third reference they have. Yeah, of course. In, yeah, yeah. Um, in one of his monologues, yeah, 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 kind of applies there. Of course. Yeah. So, shall we get to the favorite scene? Let's do it. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Who wants to go first? Lorna. <laughs> or do you want us to go first to get an impression no, of like I'll go first yeah, don't worry yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you I got have this, like you got this. several favorite scenes so maybe I can say a couple and yeah 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 honorable yeah. mentions yeah yeah um, for sure I think like my instinct was like when it was kind of maybe like midway through the film and I think like so I can never remember anyone's character's names Joe Robert De Niro Robert De Niro's Jake character yeah. was chatting with his brother I think they were in like the pool area scene and they were kind of in sight mm. and it was raining oh yeah but when they were like showing the brother it wasn't raining mm. and then we were cutting to Robert it was like filming from outside and it was pouring down with rain ah. and I was like oh like small things like that you're just like why didn't I just film it inside the hut but you're just like oh it's just so cool that they've just kind of like done these extra little things mm. and the whole kind of pool area I thought it was quite nice because obviously that's when you meet like Vicky. Yeah, Vicky Lamoda, yeah. And all this kind of stuff. And like the fact that she's, I don't know, I feel like she's kind of quite connected to like water in like the film, mm. which is kind of weird. And I'm like, is that meant to be a metaphor for like her? And like, I don't know, this whole kind mm. of like, yeah, I don't know. Interesting. And that was kind of cool, I thought. But that was like small little moments. And even just like when he's asking her out, for the first time, I think she's inside the pool area, like through the fence. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And is, I thought yeah. that was super nice. And the fact that like they're kind of just going in and out of this kind of cage shot. Mm. Yes. And it's kind of like already like foreshadowing, like what the fuck's was it? Yeah, true. It's a metaphor. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I wonder like, there's a later scene and one of my favorite scenes is when she's, they, he takes her back to his father's house or his mm. father's apartment. Yeah. Mm. And he's giving her the tour and I love it. Cause it's just like the, 
the worst tour ever and it's quite yeah. funny. He's like, there's a bird in the cage. There's yeah, a dead bird. It used yeah. to be alive. Yeah. But I wonder if that, I mean, maybe I'm reading too much into it, but you yeah. just mentioned the cage. I wonder if like she's meant to be the caged bird mm. in a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, just to add, like uh, the actual person, Vicky Lamada, like she had a huge influence into the, like in the development of this movie. And so did Jake. Mm, yeah. But the person that didn't was Joey. Uh, the yeah, brother. Right. And so they actually use like Jake's friend as um, like, so Jake's friend was actually the one who was managing Jake LaMotta in, uh, in real yeah, life, yeah. but they used a lot of his characteristics and put it on Joey just to make the brother. They wanted that uh, sort of tragic yeah. that relationship. Brother, sibling yeah. relationship mm -hmm. depicted on yeah. screen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So was that the only scene? I mean, I have more, but yeah. I'm going to give out. you guys a chance and right. maybe I'll pitch in with yours. Um, um, yeah, I mean, I, I can go. I have I have a few um, because this film is just littered with with yeah. great mm -hmm. moments. Um, but I think I'm going to give it to the intro. I'm a sucker for like intros, um, <laughs> so it just really it, it kickstarts the film, and it, it is what's the you know the first ten minutes will, will 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 grab you. So I think that like musical score and it's a beautiful soundtrack. Uh, this film has a beautiful soundtrack, and this really introduces that. And also, it's just like this is just an artistic ass film, you know, yeah. and, and, and the yeah. intro and the intro. Was just, the intro in slow-mo? I think it yeah, was, right? It is, There's quite yeah. a lot of slow-mo in the film, which is and kind it's of like, like, it's like him like shadow boxing yeah, on his yeah, own yeah, in the yeah. ring. Yeah, yeah. And then you can oh, see the it. way he moves. It's like, the, you know, he actually went on to be like, you know, a contender. Well, he, he competed. Yeah. He competed. Yeah. So it's like, and you can see by the way he moves, by the way he, yeah. and it's like, man, this is a committed, mm. this is like a full committed performance, not only in terms of physicality, but transformation and the, what he did for this role. Yeah. To get that golden statue um but it's it's yeah it just beautifully depicts um what the film is this like kind of beautiful like opus um yeah. this classical tale of a man and 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 his fall from grace mm. yeah great choice nice um i think i actually had a harder time i think than you guys picking out scenes not because i didn't like any of the scenes, but it just felt like um, it just felt like all like a of a continuous piece. Like mm. scenes didn't stand out because I think not many scenes necessarily have incidents that progress the story. It felt mm. like you're just sort of watching these characters in their habitat, sort of existing. At least that's how it felt to me. But I went with right. um, it was the scene after he takes the fall for the mob, and he's uh, where yeah he's crying and he's just like mm. sobbing. I think in. I, maybe his bro one of his trainers arm arms. Yeah. So in mm. real life, it was his dad. So the old oh. guy is just, it's supposed yeah. to be oh, his dad. Okay. Well, let's life, say yeah. maybe yeah, his dad then, and he's just like sobbing hysterically. It's the first time we've seen mm. him sort of that emotional or that vulnerable, quote unquote, vulnerable on screen. Yeah. And what I loved about it was that you have the um, I think like one of the trainers or someone from their ring is trying to keep the press out of yeah, the so room. That's supposed to be the dad in real life, but in ah. the movie, it's just the coach. Okay. Well, uh, cause like, I just love that. I feel like, um, especially back then Scorsese liked to cast a lot of non-professional mm -hmm, actors. I mean, mm -hmm. Joe Pesci being one of them himself, mm -hmm. but, um, that just looked like such when he, when the coach just starts breaking down, seeing, mm -hmm. uh, Jake LaMotta break down. Yeah. It was, it felt, I, I was like, that's the sort of thing you can't really get from a professional mm -hmm. actor most of the time mm -hmm. anyway. And I just thought it was so beautiful and heartbreaking. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so I love that scene. Yeah, yeah and even choice. like when he like slams the door on the yeah, reporters but he's trying like still to get in. But yeah. he was like holding back the tears yeah. at the same time. Yeah. Um, so for me, it's it's a toss up between two scenes that I guess are quite similar. The uh, the first one is when he goes to jail and he's like just oh, fucking yeah, away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, unbelievable. But just like beautifully orchestrated, like 
orchestrated the shadows the, the, and just the, lighting, the shadows the lighting. Yeah. yeah yeah and um kind of reminded me of that oh, fuck what's that noir movie that we did um with orwell oh the the the, um, the third man the third oh, the man, third man. The, yeah, the shadows yeah. the way it was yeah, cast that, and everything sort of um chiaroscuro um, lighting mm, they call yeah. it okay mm. what chiaroscuro yeah. <laughs> Uh, okay, that, yeah, like so Italian that, phrase, that kind of thing. It's really, it was really cute. Uh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was really cool. It was really cool. Really cool. <laughs> Nard. <laughs> it was cool. It reminded me of Harry Potter. Um, so it was. It was <laughs> my boyfriend's so late. Yeah, it was. Um, you know when Sirius was locked up in the yeah. tower? In Azkaban. Yeah. So, uh, which of the Harry Potter films would you compare this most to? Is this like an Azkaban or yeah. is it like the Chamber of Secrets? Uh, I would say this is um, like the video game Quidditch. World Cup. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think Scorsese consulted on that, didn't he? Um, but okay, so back to the scenes. Back, uh, back, back before we get funny, get loose. Um, the the second scene that I really like is when he's amping himself up to go on stage, and he's like, "I'm the boss. I'm the boss. Yeah. Oh, the very boss, end. I'm the boss. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the so, final shot. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, and that's something that he used to do all mm-hmm. the time. Um, like in real life, like he would say that I'm the boss, I'm the boss before every fight and before a lot of major things that happened in his Mm. life. Have have any Mm. of you guys seen Boogie Nights? (laughs) Yep. No. Uh, the yeah you've seen Raph's seen Boogie Nights have you seen Boogie no, Nights no not yet that's on oh, my like list okay well it, when you do like the last scene of that movie is a direct reference to Raging Bull mm. and, it, and it's, oh, really? it's great but um, anywho yeah that's a great cool. pick as well yeah, yeah so I can't really choose between those two it's really tough mm-hmm. and they're kind of similar but different like they're yeah. kind of the yin and yang to each other nice. I think yeah nice um, favorite performances oh wait can I see my other second oh yeah go, 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 go. go, go it's yeah. like you know when He's like, Robert De Niro's like asking his brother about like, you know, did you fuck my wife? All that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then he kind of yeah. goes up and he starts speaking to his wife and she's in the bathroom and the door comes down. But then it's like when they're like running to the brother's house, I think they start fighting, but the camera moves down to the floor, kind of under the table. Mm. You guys remember it? And they're yeah, kind of all yeah. crawling on the floor. Yes. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. that's so just like, oh, like, I don't know. Yeah. I thought it was really animalistic and I thought it was really yeah, cool. Yeah, absolutely. Very like Because you're yeah. just like... <laughs> Obviously, there's so much fighting in the film, but mm. now this fighting is like domestic and yeah, but and also just like from literally from a different angle, yeah. and it's just like really gritty. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's so, just really sad. Yeah, yeah. On the way over here, I was uh, reading um, that every fight scene was only filmed with one camera, so they had to redo a bunch of shots just so they could do it with to get each and every angle because they wanted it to look like it was a like a long fight. Yeah, yeah. right. Mm. Wow. Interesting. Fascinating. Who's the mm. newbie now? I told yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Making fun of my my Harry Potter shit and then I'm coming with facts. Yeah, yeah, you come back. You yeah. come back, baby. Yeah, it's called yeah, yeah. your ass motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lydia Saw, not Lydia Saw. Um Okay, so yeah, performances for me, I'm just gonna go straight up. Um, Joe Pesci. I thought yeah. that was yeah, great. Terrific. Yeah, terrific. Yeah. Uh, as it's the first time I see him in like not such an asshole character. Yeah, kind yeah. of. Yeah, good, good guy. most of the time yeah. he's like, yeah. Wait, you think I'm funny? Yeah. yeah. Well, like usually, um, like I'll I'll just chime in now mm-hmm. because uh, that was my answer too. Mm-hmm. Like I think uh, Joe Pesci's phenomenal, and he he really surprised me in this movie mm-hmm. because fun fact, this was like his first major theatrical film role. He'd only done like a TV movie about four years before right. this. He was a musician. He was picked because Robert De Niro saw this TV movie he was in. And by this point, he wasn't getting any more roles as an actor. So he was working in an Italian restaurant. Oh, shit. In the late 30s. He, so Robert De Niro calls Scorsese and says, I think this guy should play my brother. They call him up at the restaurant and say, do you want to 
you know, play the second lead essentially in this mm -hmm. Scorsese film. He's like, yeah, sure, why not? Um, but he's just fantastic. And I agree, like a lot of people remember him for those really combustible, violent, mm. over-the-top performances like Goodfellas. Yeah, but I like him- Home Alone. Exactly, exactly, 100%. <laughs> yeah. But I like him when he's actually playing the softer, mm. more, uh, even though he does have a big fight scene in this movie. Yeah. He's like, obviously the least, the the more cooler tempered of the brothers. He plays a, a very good little brother. And he, yeah, exactly. And yeah. he's quite, and you- and um, it reminded me of his performance in The Irishman, where he plays again a much more mm. solemn, subdued, um, like, subdued yeah. performance. Yeah. yeah, and I think he he crushes those notes. Mm -hmm. So um, I thought he was phenomenal. Yeah, and I could just see you could just see in his eyes how he was sort of thinking about how to control his brother at every scene. Mm -hmm. Like you could see he was he was always processing how do I like stop him from blowing mm -hmm. up and ruining this thing that we've got going for mm -hmm. us? How can I just get him out there and do what I want? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's great. Mm. Lorna? Um, I mean, obviously the obvious answer is Robert, mm. but I actually did kind of like the wife quite a lot. Like, mm. because I don't think she was an actress Moriarty, beforehand. Yeah. Moriarty, yeah. Moriarty, she she yeah. was a model? Sure, but Kathy, like... Kathy Moriarty. I just found her performance, like, she didn't really have that many lines, but she still had quite, like, an impact. Yeah, oh, yeah. And, yeah, like, she sure, was always kind sure. of miserable, which I quite liked. Like, yeah. not miserable, like, crying miserable. She always just looked a bit kind of grumpy, and I kind of liked that. Mm. And then, yeah, obviously she kind of erupts in that scene that I was just referring to. And I think that's quite a nice, like, I don't know. I thought it was, yeah, her performance that was quite, say not mute. Yeah, I, I don't know. I quite like the wife. Yeah. 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 It was very like. Also a fierceness and a ferociousness mm. about her. Like yeah. she kind of like does get him back in turns like you know mm. when when she says um yeah, yeah i sucked his dick that's all i sucked all this dick. yeah and like, she kind of <laughs> yeah. like goes at him and because yeah. he knows he's consumed by jealousy and envy yeah. yeah um and she knows how to play that card so she's like yeah. you know i'm just i'm just being she just wants to be an independent woman she's like yeah she loves yeah. this man but she's also like i want to do my own thing yeah and, and she has like know. a world wariness despite yeah. her years because yeah she's yeah. playing like a 15 year old at the beginning yeah. I think yeah she was only 18 when she was cast in this film but she 17. looks she looks like she could be in her late 20s even yeah. Early yeah, 30s yeah, and she yeah. has that look of someone who's that already been disappointed by the world yeah, yeah. yeah exactly plenty of times yeah. Yeah. so fun fact <laughs> did, did you we hear yours I'm oh. just gonna give it to De Niro yeah, oh, okay. like, yeah, yeah. he's yeah. Yeah, yeah. phenomenal yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah fun fact who do you think Jake LaMotta went to the premiere with was it Vicky, his wife, his ex-wife, his ex-wife at the time. Yeah, wow. They stayed like almost best friends for really? the, for, the, for their whole life. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Damn. That's why she had such a huge impact in producing, in this, producing film. this film. Yeah. Oh, wow. um, I'm not sure if she was there when Robert De Niro got the Oscar, but uh, Jake E. Yeah. There. Yeah. Damn. That's crazy. Wow. All right. So shall we go with favorite quotes? Yeah. 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 Um, Does anyone have one? Yeah. Sure. I. Uh, I mean, I. I have two. Can I give two? Would that be all right? No. Um, okay. So I, the one that I think stands out, the, like says the most in the film is when Jake LaMotta goes up to Sugar Ray Robinson. I think mm -hmm. after their, Damn after it. their like third fight, second or third <laughs> fight, he's you. like, he's like, you didn't get me down, yeah. Ray. Yeah. And like that just says everything you need to know. Like mm. no matter what he puts himself through, he doesn't go down. Even if he's losing everything, yeah. he doesn't go down down even when and that's you what win, matters to him the even most. when you lose you win yeah, yeah exactly but then also this line 
I think this film is actually low key quite funny, even though it's such a dark and yeah. depressing film. But that when when Jake Lamotta shows up to his brother's house to beat him up because he thinks that he slept with his wife, mm-hmm. you just have the scene of Joe Joe Pesci at the table with his family, and he's just turning to his kid and he says, "If I see you put your hands in that plate one more time, I'm going to stab you with this knife." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and so even though he's meant to be like the chill, yeah. like sensible brother, you see like the like the the casual violence that goes on in all yeah. of their households. I thought, yeah. it was, and the kids just staring there playing with his food yeah. it's so funny um yeah damn it you stole my one because i wanted to say that you didn't get me down thing because mm. it's like such a it's it's like the the line that kind of like it brings him up but it also brings him down throughout his life like yeah, yeah he has a never die attitude but then also that attitude puts him in jail and lets him lose his wife and his kids or like alienates the mob for example the or like mob, it's the yeah. same reason he he won't get he, he's yeah. he's not as successful as he could be because even though he's an incredible boxer mm-hmm. he always goes too far as well mm-hmm. mm. yeah um i'm gonna i'm gonna go for the monologue that he that he says to, at the beginning and at the end um which if you don't mind i would like to recite it just oh god <laughs> <laughs> We can cut this out, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. I won't. I won't do the whole thing. I just want to. I just, okay, just want to do. I just want to do like the little bit, just because I love it so much, and I think it's in the accent. In the accent, yeah, yeah. And I think it just with the hand gestures. With the hand gestures. <laughs> well, he's very. He's very nuanced. He's just looking at himself. And yeah, can everyone get recording? Great. <laughs> Are we ready? Yeah. Yeah. I'm no Olivier, but. If he thought Sugar Ray, he would say that the thing ain't the ring, it's the play. So give me a stage where this bull here can rage. And though I can fight, I'd much rather recite. Now that's entertainment. It's just so good. Perfect. And it like really sums up the tragedy of this man, I mm-hmm. think, who is still trying to, yeah, just to... um to find his way in life and you know he's fat he's 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 uh, he's out of shape he's but he still thinks like he can like you know put on a show um it's just yeah there's like yeah there's just like kind of a a misery to Uh, it that reminds me of the reporter uh scene at the pool oh another pool that's pretty cool yeah pool 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 pool, pretty cool oh cool cool Um, pool 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 yeah no but uh what you just said it Mm. reminds me like he was like getting reported and then they ask Vicky a question. He's like, yeah, um, back to me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. does like front and center. Mm. Yeah. What's your favorite quote? I don't know. I mean, all of them were pretty like decent. Mm. I mean, uh, they could be stupid as well. But I was like, yeah, I, I was kind of watching some YouTube videos about the film and um, you know the scene where he's like, you know, did you fuck my wife? Mm. Apparently like Robert De Niro said like did you fuck your mother but the reaction of the brother is what they use in the film so I was like oh that was kind of cool to like yeah because obviously just try to have an element of surprise apparently quite a lot of the filming they didn't tell other people what was going to go on so you know like there's one point in the movie where brother has that really horrible fight with the, yeah, yeah the, um, the um, Vincent. Uh, Frank Vincent yeah, yeah Frank Vincent. they didn't tell any of the extras Salve. that they were gonna have a massive fight scene so wow. pretty much all the reactions of the people around them was kind of real oh. this like sense of panic and like ah! and like getting out of the way and I was like fuck and so then I guess you can't use stunt people then if if they're getting everyone's genuine reactions it must be yeah. Yeah. Like those actors must have like full on brawled yeah, yeah. yeah. I was without like, any safety measures 
That reminds me of another scene that's really cool. When, From when, Harry Potter? Well, yeah, yeah. No, no, when it's the... the guy. It's a Harry Potter podcast. <laughs> the Philosopher's no, Stone. Uh, <laughs> he must uh, not be named. Well, it's like, Tom, is it Tommy? The... the uh, the big, mom, the, the, the big mob guy. Uh, oh, Tom. I think it's Tommy. Yeah, it's yeah. Tommy, right? Tommy or Tommy Ernie? Yeah, Tommy, Tommy, Tommy Como. Where yeah. he sits down Joey and Salvi and he's like, you guys, and he like talks oh, to them yeah. like little boys. He's like, you guys yeah. are going to forget this ever happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and you kind of forget it ever happened until yeah. eight years later when he brings yeah, it up. Yeah, he brings it out of the blue. And, yeah. and you, you, I love how they live at a complete mystery as to like what put that in his head in that moment to ask that mm. question yeah. of all, you know, of all the days he, he brings it up, he mm. brings it up that day. Yeah. Well, Armchair wow. moment, I think. Yeah. Is there anything yeah, you guys sure. would change or just like um like a what if, you know? Uh what, what would it be for you, Oli? Um, yeah, I I mean, I don't know if this would improve the film mm-hmm. because maybe the ambiguity is part of what gives it its power. Mm-hmm. But I thought they could have maybe done with one at least one more scene where they um sort of explored why the Jake LaMotta character is so paranoid about his wife's fidelity. Mm-hmm. Because I think they hinted it that he, there's some sexual dysfunction in their relationship. Mm. Like they, she alludes several times to the fact that they're not act, they're not, they don't have sex a lot, mm-hmm. it seems, which also makes sense because I think boxers often are abstaining in yeah. the weeks lead up, leading up to a fight. Yeah. But it suggests that, you know, and there's several characters insinuating that he's gay, which again, mm-hmm. just could be the part of the homophobia of the mm-hmm. time. But I felt like, he was really paranoid about her being unfaithful mm. in a way that we didn't see him with his pre- his first wife. Yeah. Um, well, he and was so with I, the first wife. No, I mean, he didn't seem to care really, too really much about what shit. she was doing. Yeah. He was well, like, yeah, she was paranoid about what he was doing. She thought she was accusing him of being unfaithful. Mm, yeah. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, I, just, I wondered if maybe they could have dug into the psychology mm. of that mm. a little bit more. But maybe maybe it's fine as it is. But yeah. that's just the only thing I could think of. Interesting, yeah, because yeah. he was he was known to do that apparently, like yeah, throw sure. uh, like pour ice like a, a jug full of ice into his balls and stuff yeah. to cool down. Mm. Um, and because back then, like uh, back then, boxing you do it like every week. You know, you'd have a fight every week, and um, so probably if he was going to fight into the lead up of these like a bunch of these fights. He'd probably not have sex maybe for three, four months if he's fighting yeah. every single yeah. week, you know? Mm. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's, like, addressed in the the, the movie. Because, like, isn't there a part where, like, she turns him on so much and then he's like... No, yeah, he's, no. he's like, what are you doing? And I think yeah. he says, I've got a fight coming yeah, up. I yeah. can't do that, so... Yeah. yeah. Um, but I guess that turns into, like, not... Um, her, maybe Vicky's character not mm. feeling... Um, I don't know, just obviously not being satisfied. Mm, yeah. Mm, mm, yeah. Um but yeah, I found out that what he has is called Madonna complex is like Whoa. before you get uh before you start seeing a girl, you see her as a virgin right. and then afterwards once you have uh let's say obtained her, you automatically feel that she's a whore. Because mm. even even because, because you've, cons- your, you've consummated the relationship exactly, with her, yeah, yeah. And, and that's so now why that, he's that, always like asking yeah, his so brother and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. And that like the way she shot at the beginning as well often mm-hmm. makes her look like the Madonna. Mm-hmm. So mm. yeah, and they did get married when she was sixteen, which is weird. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah, that's very young. If that was allowed back in the um, day, I, don't I know. think so. Yeah. Maybe it was like the forties, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was the forties. Yeah, Raph. Um, I think maybe having uh, more of an inspection on on his relationship with his uh, with his previous wife, mm-hmm. uh, just to get a contrast between, yeah, can, mm. kind of what you're saying. Um, 
but also I think this movie is note perfect. So I don't, th- and it's, and it's timed beautifully. I think the running time is, is, is yeah. Yeah. pays it justice, mm-hmm. um, for a whole arc to happen. Um, I, I, in, in a way I would have liked, uh, or enjoyed to see more of the later, uh, Jake LaMotta, mm-hmm. uh, when mm-hmm. he's, uh, out of touch and, mm-hmm. and, and you really see the, the fall of grace and maybe spend more time, um, in prison and the effects that it had on him. Right. Um, yeah. It did feel quite fascinating. Right. That, that felt like that segment was a bit rushed. Um, but apart from that, no, yeah, I, yeah. I thought it was just a masterpiece. Cool. Yeah. I feel like if it was done now, it would be like a three hour movie. <laughs> Yeah, yeah maybe, it would have been yeah. the Irishman. Like yeah, four hours long, <laughs> which might have been a little bit too too, too much, much, right? Exactly. Yeah, because yeah. 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 I kind of thought the same. I thought like, so I feel like near the end of the movie, I was ever so slightly kind of getting a bit like out of it, in and out, and suddenly I was like, wait, he's like a stand-up comedian. I was like, when the hell did this come in? Kind of, and it felt <laughs> a wee bit like, oh, okay. So yeah, I think maybe the end, if it had been a wee bit more descriptive, but again, I think if it had been longer, I think it would have been a bit too much mm, like, dragged yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah so I think it was a good running time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah I think if it was any longer there would be a lot of exposition or like flashbacks to like maybe when he was a kid also, or, it's quite a bleak film yeah. as well like it's it's yeah. not the most it's not the most pleasant yeah. space to be in for, like, oh let me for show a you a time. shitty time in his childhood yeah. and here's yeah. another shitty yeah. time in, in this that's part. why like two hours yeah. is digestible I think anything yeah. longer is like okay this is mm. overbearing now mm. I was I was gonna go maybe with a different thing coming from like a very big Harry Potter I mean uh, <laughs> 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 Where were the snitches? <laughs> oh God. The Death Eaters didn't come. No, but as a as a have you guys done Harry Potter on this podcast? No, 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 no. 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 That's the first time like we make fun talk? of my my fandom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, as a big boxing fan, as someone who's like watched a lot of Sugar Ray Robinson. Uh, and his fights because he's actually the greatest of all time he's won the Mm. most fights ever I believe Mm. and he was Muhammad Ali's favorite boxer and Mm. I think they did a huge disservice to to the legacy of Sugar Ray Robinson because in like in real life he was actually like a more handsome man and they made him look like like very vicious in in the film Uh, they didn't not accurate uh and then just the fight scenes were equally as brilliant as they were shit um the boxing like didn't really um look nice i think the whole film wasn't really about boxing yeah Yeah, for sure for sure but i think if you're gonna if you're gonna go into the lives of uh jake and vicky and uh do all of that you should go into the life at least a little bit or at least have some sort of similarity to the actual biggest foe you've had in your boxing career you know because sugar ray robinson Trigger, beat yeah. him five out of six times yeah let's put it that okay maybe that third time is where he did true? go to the army and whatever but sugar ray robinson is known to be the best to have ever lived that's ever. but you know what's was what's interesting was that all of the boxing scenes apart from the one where he deliberately takes a fall mm. i thought they were edited and shot to look like jake was the best that because mm. it always showed him getting in the yeah. the biggest blows and really going to town on yeah. his opponents even though yeah. he was often named he was he wasn't picked as the winner at the end yeah. and it felt that way with a lot of his sugar ray robinson yeah. fights it looked like he was getting getting one over on sugar ray but then yeah. they they'd give it to Sugar Ray. Yeah, I mean, I guess historically, like, there might be a few moments, like, maybe from the point of view of uh, Jake LaMotta's camp that 
they should have won the fight or like, you know, oh, he's going to go to the like war. You know, the, yeah, Sugar Ray army. was more likable than Jake um, LaMotta. I think that maybe they, 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 they do like sort of yeah. thread that idea that Jake LaMotta didn't get as far as head yeah. as he should have because he was so considered to be so unlikable or unpalatable mm. by whoever were the gatekeepers yeah. in the boxing world. Yeah. Basically what I'm saying is like, I would have preferred uh, another actor to have played the the mm-hmm. role of Sugar Ray and they could have done a better job getting someone that looked like the real person like they did with pretty much like they did with Jake you know mm. it's because um, that's the thing boxing is as much a uh, savage sport as it is respecting your opponent and to respect your opponent you have to do that I think in the movie as well yeah, yeah. Mm. good point mm. so that's yeah. what I would change um, but it's very superficial uh, just, just as a boxing fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's get to the bonus question. Whoa. Yeah. So I, I kind of forgot about that, to be yeah. honest. Um, so I was kind of struggling. Yeah, I was kind of <laughs> struggling with this one. I wasn't exactly sure um, how to ask this question, right? Because like I even tried with Lorna this morning. I was like, do you want to know like what the bonus question is? And I like try to say it and it just didn't. <laughs> I was like, shit. Didn't yeah. 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 It did not lie yeah. at all. <laughs> Um, good. I'm glad you said sorry. it to Lorna first. Which house in Hogwarts do you think Jake Lamotta would? Well, it's it was a very. <laughs> you look so nervous right now. <laughs> it was a very. Just uh, say your question. No, I'm laughing. Everyone's laughing. Um, yeah. So the first question is. <laughs> well, it's just one question. Um, you guys done? Get it out! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even started yet. <laughs> no, no, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Yeah? No, okay. it's just too funny. Which house? <laughs> All right, so the, the question is, is basically, if you were to have, like, been a boxer or kind of, like, a, sp- a sport like that, mm. like, would you go all out like do you think you'd be the type of person that were that would go all out and like try and like go crazy like that where they show wh- like the way they show in a lot of boxing films you know they don't show the they're boxer they're called like what like a swarmer or a slugger or, isn't that the term or a bully kind of like that but I mean like with a lot of boxing films they're like yeah we gotta go all out but they never really show another side to like the boxer who's you know just trying to make money and support his family and is just a genuine dude you know or a genuine uh, woman or um so, like, if you were in that kind of state, would you push yourself to the point of, I don't know, over the edge? Like, if you were to put yourself into the shoes of a boxer that, I don't know. I, I tried to come at this, at, like, it's hard because I wanted to ask a boxing question, but I don't so think you, any of you, you would you, would you If you were going to be a boxer, would you go into it because you want to be the greatest of all time? Uh, yeah, or would you want to okay, be like, I just want to sort of yeah. make a living? And... Let's, use, let's use yours. <laughs> <laughs> Your question on a reframe. A reframe. Well, after all you shat on me like for the 15 <laughs> seconds before. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I mean, I, I don't like violence. <laughs> so for me, it's, uh, it's boxing or, and I've done, you know, I've done Muay Thai before. And I think as a discipline, it's, it's good. But as a, I just don't like the, the world of boxing and the world of MMA. Cause I felt, mm. I feel like it's so violent, patriarchal yeah. and. Well, not MMA. 
well, anime has done a lot for female well, sports. Yeah, <laughs> but the, the whole deal of like fighting. Yeah, the, like that. But even before like the you fight, you think of that as like a but, naturally, innately masculine thing. Like yeah, the idea of, but also just violent. Like the even mm-hmm. like the the pre fights. You know when they talk about each other, like oh, tomorrow mm-hmm. in the ring, I'm gonna. Uh, and I know that's all yeah. for show and for entertainment. Yeah. But I'm like so unnecessary. Like I, oh, I, yeah. I, I, I feel like it's so unnecessarily like. Uh, almost abusive or, or, or violent. Mm. Um, so I will answer this question, but I just don't know how. Uh, and now I sound like Christopher Walken. Because um, <laughs> you're talking. Because okay, I'm talking. Um, I think I would I would come at it with a, a lot of respect. And, you know, I'd be the kind of fighter who tries to shake the person's hand. Mm. And even after, if I beat him, I'd go up to him and, and thank him for the fight. Like, like, an, be, like an Ali. Yeah, like an Ali. Yeah, essentially. And like have like... Send some flowers as yeah, well. Yeah, send some flowers. <laughs> um, no, no taunting, no yeah. bulliness. No, because I think it's it's... It's a. It can be a respected art form, and it can be an art form, which is why it's called like a martial art. You know, it, it, because if you give it the respect that it mm-hmm. deserves, whereas if you come at it with like this kind of masculine, violent energy, and mm-hmm. you're all like, "I'm the best, and I'm the strongest, mm-hmm. and I'm going to beat you," mm-hmm. and it's like that's where it's like you're robbing it from what it is supposed to be, mm-hmm. which is like, yeah, I don't, I don't know, an, an art form. So, I'd come at it with with love and respect. In yeah, a way. no, yeah, yeah. No, no. <laughs> I mean, I don't know, like, even when we were watching it, well, <laughs> uh, when we were watching it last no night, I was like, God, it's fucking mad that, like, I've never watched boxing. So watching this film, I was like, this is horrific. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still mad that we still have boxing here today. It's and like obviously, gladiatorship, I you know? Like, yeah. It just seems so, yeah. like, yeah. I don't know. And obviously you were saying last night that rules obviously have changed and it's much mm. safer now, but I'm still like, at the end of the day, you're just. You're just fighting yeah, each fighting. other. Yeah. It's just mad yeah. that I mean, people go and watch fighting. The, the history of boxing is very, very interesting. Like it started in the UK and it really? was a way to like to settle, settle, yeah, settle, settle things. Yeah. And, you, know, and you had settle, to have rules yeah. or people would kill each other. Yeah. And it moved from that into a sport and then... Entertainment, um, which I find kind of... I mean... I would say like violence and that is also an equal part of like just the hu- of humanity. Sure, and it's, it's a part of everyone, you know? Yeah. Um, and just the thing about boxing that I don't like is that there's a lot of corruption and from the early stages mm. it was yeah the mob and then now it's just like a bunch of fighters who just choose like Jake Paul like shit yeah dude Jake like, Paul or honestly. whatever or, I mean like, I was just reading like that. today that there's rumors of there's like a leaked document that has led some people to believe that that fight between Jake Paul and Tyson Fury mm-hmm. might be uh, staged or, yeah, or, yeah. Staged or yeah. um, rigged, rigged yeah it's not surprising you yeah know? of course um, so that's the ugly side to me yeah. you know like if you respect the sport and you yeah you can be extravagant you know you could be like a Paul Pogba or James Milner, yeah. you know? <laughs> there it is. There it is. Um, no, no, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you could, You there. there's so many different types. I, I guess if I were to be a fighter, um, it's not like the, it's not a boxer, but uh, you know the, what's that movie um, with uh, Tom Hardy and the MMA Warrior. Movie? Warrior. Warrior. Yeah. yeah, so his brother who, not Tom Hardy, uh, the Joel other. Joel Edgerton. Yeah, yeah, I'd be that character. Yeah. Like that kind of guy. Yeah, for the family, for yeah. their, yeah, yeah. 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 Very respectable. Nice. Holly? Hufflepuff. I just remembered. I didn't tell you. I hope you, you've listened to enough podcasts to know. But when we do our ratings, um, we do it with a little totem thing. And from we rate movie. it from the yeah. movie. We'll, yeah. we'll go first and, we'll go and first. then you have time to... Well, yeah. I'll, I'll just quickly on, to answer your question. I mm. mean, um, 
yeah, again, I don't really have any affinity for boxing, mm -hmm. either as a spectator or a participant. I've never mm -hmm. boxed. And I don't really like watching boxing, but um, I don't know if I'm like a be the greatest of all time kind mm -hmm. of mentality. Like I'm ambitious, I think, and mm -hmm. I do have a competitive spirit, but that's never the reason I get into anything. Mm -hmm. I never believe I could be the greatest at anything. Mm -hmm. Frankly, mm -hmm. my ego is not that um, is not that strong. Yeah. So I don't think I'd be like the I'm a champ, I'm a champ yeah. kind of mm -hmm. person. Boss, I, I, if I wanted a box, I'd be like. Let's just stay alive and make a good living. <laughs> and I just don't want to have brain damage by the time I'm 35. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Pretty yeah. Much. Well, Jake lived until like he was 96. He I died know, like five years ago. Yeah. Which wow. is crazy. Unbelievable. Yeah. The world yeah. is unfair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So shall we move to ratings? Yes. Who wants to go first? Yeah, I can go first. Uh, I will give it 10 Patronus Charms out of 10. <laughs> <laughs> okay, enough. Huh? <laughs> Sensitive. I mean, no. it's getting old now. <laughs> Not enough for us. What no. is Jake's Patronus? <laughs> I swear to God, if people it's start... It's a bull. It's a bull. I can check out the drop-off statistics. <laughs> uh, no, okay, I'll be serious. I will... Uh, and, and sim Oh, no, you know what? I'll give it 10... Um, yeah, I'll give it 10 boxing gloves out of 10. Single simple. I would give it, yeah, 10, 10 fucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 10 fucks a lot of, of fucks in this movie. Yeah, yeah. a lot of uh, fucks in this movie. Uh, yeah, I'm going to give it 10 blood-soaked sponges out of 10. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Ooh, could this be our first Ooh. ever? I don't think so. Oh! 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 No, there was just like a Elf lot of issues, Dex. a lot of issues with the sound for me that I was just like, yeah, but why that's is probably this? not their fault though. I think that was literally just because the sound it's not was like, like one of the best parts as well. No, no, what no, no, no but we, we were talking about it last night, and I think like, one for sound? no, I think it's maybe Amazon's fault. I don't, yeah, that's the thing. Uh, I, don't I, don't know. Know. I think it's more like it's not being mastered properly, but yeah, the sound was really cool. There was there was bits of it that I was like, why is like his mouth moving? But it's just like quite muffled. Oh, like maybe poor. It was just like old. Bad idea. Yeah. 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 So um, I've heard about that though. I've heard about Amazon, some some of their streams. Really? I thought yeah. there was Netflix. Because yeah, we put the subtitles on, but the subtitles were like out of sync. Now. Really? Oh, yeah. that, yeah. Saying, that does happen with Amazon. And it was a big money to Jeff Bezos. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that was a bit, yeah, that was. But the sound itself, though, we didn't even talk about the sound that much. The sound yeah. was really yeah. good. I swear there was like train noises. Like yeah, yeah, I feel like you kind of hear your, everyone hears something different. Well, that's and that's like whistling and sometimes right. they'd, they'd cut out the sound of the crowd the when they yeah, were fighting yeah, as well. Because cool. like in the Bronx, right, they have that above yeah they have the overground yeah, yeah. Over, yeah overground or whatever it's called mm. um and ah, that's just, it's like a new york noise right the burp, burp, <laughs> yeah burp, like, like yeah. the taxis and stuff mm. yeah, um yeah. oh yeah. i am um, i have a fun fact oh what hey. is it What's the from editing i obviously did some research on thelma and obviously she's done like loads oh, legend of, of all the, the craft. movies yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah but it was kind of interesting, actually, because like, you know, the flashback scenes in the film, mm. they're not flashbacks, sorry, they're flash forwards, technically, because it's kind of like a montage scene of like people getting married and like the kind of everyone like having the kids and stuff. Home, yeah. home, home video footage. So they like literally replicated his own home family footage yeah. growing up. Wow. But I mean, I can't remember it, but I think it was in color in the film. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was, was a color, really interesting Which I didn't really notice it. And I was like, ah. Oh. That is so fascinating. But then like... They wanted it to look like home footage. So the DOP on the film refused to shoot it because he was like, I'm just going to make it to look too nice. 
Yeah. And Scorsese tried to do it. But he was like, I'm making it too nice. So I think they got like runners or something on set uh, to film it all to make yeah. it look shit. So that it wouldn't have like good mise en scenes. Yeah. It actually yeah. looked like someone shooting their own home footage. Yeah. yeah. And then like Martin Scorsese yes. would then would go in after that and like scratch it and kind of make it look a bit shit and like age it and all that kind of stuff. But apparently like Thelma, the editor, was going to like movie theaters to make sure that it was like running well, all that kind oh, of stuff. Wow. Mm. And she went to the projectionist. And he was like taking out the role, being like, oh, there's some random shit footage in your film. Uh, and she was like, no, no, no. And he was like trying to like splice it out. And she was like, no, it's part of the film. And I was like, damn. So she was like, oh yeah, like the last editor is always a projectionist, projectionist back in the day. And I was like, interesting. Oh, pretty so cool. That's yeah, really interesting. That is interesting. Wow, but yeah. Now you just press play on. Yeah, because like well, I was like, Amazon. oh, now when you have projector. like flashbacks or home footage, obviously you just slap a filter on it. Back in the day, they actually had to make it look yeah. shit, and I was like, mm. I love that. That's one of my pet peeves. Um, whenever like they um show like home footage or like a webcam footage mm. in like a movie, and it looks like it was shot on professional cameras rather yeah. than yeah. on a web, <laughs> like yeah. it always looks like they just yeah. digitally slapped on like um a a footage onto a laptop <laughs> yeah. screen. Or like when someone's shooting something on their iPhone, it looks like you're shot with a yeah. Ari Alexa or something. Yeah, like, yeah. I, you're like, that what? is such a bug. I'm like, why not just use an iPhone? <laughs> yeah, everyone's got one. You can just shoot it on set so but easily. You know, also, I know it makes like, it hard for maybe for some editors. I don't know. But I mean, this is totally not what you're talking about. But what really pisses me off in films is holograms. And how they <laughs> yes. always make them look shit. Yeah. But I'm like, clearly you're advanced at this part of you know, sci-fi, yeah. whatever in this world. That these holograms should be like legit, yeah, exactly. and they're always yeah. shit. Like in Star Wars, they're always shit, like, and I'm just glitching. like, why? Yeah, that's, that's a whole. Yeah, yeah sorry, that's yeah. A whole <laughs> so what's, your, what's, your rating, what's your what's your rating, Jabril? Sorry, we yeah, completely yeah. took your, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What's your rating? Stole your thunder there. Um, it is care. nine taxi head slams out of ten. Oh, oh nice. Okay, yeah, nine out of ten, just because of yeah, the there were a few just things that were a little off to me that yeah, I don't I, I don't it. think it's a perfect movie mm, yeah no. but yeah out yeah. of 10 so on that note um, thanks for coming Lorna yeah, on this, thank on you this, so uh, much thank you so this was really cool this is really was awesome yeah. um, and I think the first like live like in person guest that is actually in the movie industry and like film industry yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> I feel like was real all the other ones were chat GPT um, yeah, so thank you for coming on the show. Thank yeah. you, as usual, Ollie and Raph, for Aye. being here. Um, this is the first movie. The next one is going to be Million Dollar Baby. Um, and yeah, hopefully you guys enjoy it. And Ciao. thank you. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, give us those five stars rating. And expecto patronum! Is that the Baltimore um, I'm and, never coming yeah. back. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. 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 Adios, friends. Run. Bye.